It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah! Tuesday, Mike Poltz here. Uh oh. Good to have yes. you here, Mike. I'm thrilled to be here, you Repping guys. Repping Kent State today, the alma mater. Go Flashes. That's right. Uh, we are playing. Kent State has a. Uh, Runs a gauntlet this year. I forget what their football schedule is. I'm going to look it up. Aren't there like three they, power fives? They All play of their like non-conference. Yes, they 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 took the money. They went for, <laughs> they went for the bag, as yes. my friend would say. Yes. Yeah. And they just said, sure, we're just going to send these kids out there to get massacred right. for three straight games against Division One teams to pay for our field hockey program. It'll also make MAC competition look pretty simple. Yeah. You know, it so will. it's not a bad play. Yeah. I'm so glad they lose by 20 to the other MAC schools. Exactly. 50 and, to the, the, the so, good schools. And whoever survives, whatever. Whatever of our football team survives after that, I guess that's when division play starts for us. Look out, Akron. Yeah. Yeah. See you on We're coming for you. Mm-hmm. We're coming. Busy show today. Aditi's going to be on. <laughs> Later in the program, I'm excited about this. And once I started really digging into it, I, yesterday I said, I think Emmanuel Clase is the best closer in baseball. Uh, once you start digging into it, it's pretty slam dunk. We're going to talk about that and the Guardians' dominant at that, dominance at that position. Not just closer, but the whole back end of the bullpen in general. They got one arm after another that they can throw at you. Also, um, we are going to talk on this program about the five, the top five Browns pass catchers. Not ever. Not an impressive but in, group. In, in, in recent, it's <laughs> not. It's really I mean, not. I knew that we that historically the Browns have been without superstar receiver. Yeah, it's stunning. It's depressing yeah. when you really start digging into it. What little we've had, particularly when we brought in Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr., you yeah. thought this is going to cure the woes, and mm-hmm. it didn't. The Browns, the Browns have not had any skill positions, especially at tight end or receiver. I mean, Josh Gordon for one year, one guy, one guy, but but Josh Gordon for one year was magnificent for a one year outside of Braylon Edwards for one year. One year for one year. You can compile if you put all these quarterbacks together one of their years, you can make a pretty solid wide receiver out of that over time. That's the problem. That's it. You got a bunch of one year wonders. Peyton Hillis one year. We'll talk about Anderson one year. And this discussion is specifically wide receiver. Receivers. Pass no, no, catchers. no. It's not Pass just wide receivers. Pass, Pass catchers. Yeah. You got to throw uh, yeah. Ozzie Newsom into that yeah. group. All right. I, I am super excited how we're starting today's show because I think this is an issue that absolutely is front and center on all Browns fans' minds. Obviously, we know what the season's going to be. It's going to be Jacoby Brissett, barring injury, for 11 games or barring poor performance. And then uh, for the 12th game of the season, we'll get finally Deshaun Watson back. He'll play out the rest of the year, provided he's healthy. So we're gonna li- we live in the in the hypothetical world. That's a lot of what we do when we don't have games to talk about, and we don't. So we'll do the hypothetical dis- uh, discussion. Here's the hypothetical: You can go to war with what you know we have, Jacoby for eleven, Watson for six, or you can take Baker Mayfield for all seventeen. Bull, where are you going? And it's just for this year, by the just way. Just for this Next year, year yeah. you have Next Watson. Next year, you still way. have Watson for the whole season. Okay, to me, it's easy. I'm going Brissett for eleven and Watson for six. <gasps> Who would have guessed that? Right? Really? Now, <laughs> you could say, well, does that make sense? Because the first 11 games, you have a worse quarterback. And that is true. Baker Mayfield is better than Jacoby Brissett. But ultimately, I'm saying, yes, okay, with Baker, I have a better chance to have a slightly better record in the first 11 games. But the bottom line to me every season is, can I win a Super Bowl? That's all that matters. I don't care if I go nine and eight or eight and seven, or I can, can I make the playoffs and can I win the Super Bowl? I believe you cannot win the Super Bowl with Baker Mayfield, and I think you can with Deshaun Watson. Now it's tricky because he is not going to play for two years by the time he comes back, and who knows how rusty he will be, and and he may be rusty enough 
that he can't get him over the top at the end of this season. Right. Or but they may be in a position where it's too late. It's too late. He's Superman. He, he can't yes. turn back time. But ultimately, if I get to the playoffs, and I think, yeah, you have a better chance for more wins in those 11 games with Baker, but I think you have a better chance with more wins in the last six games with Watson. So overall, I think it evens itself out. But once I get to the playoffs, I got a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. I believe Baker's not. So I'd go with that combination. Mike. Okay. Um, you have notes. First of all, it's Kansas State plays Washington, Oklahoma, and Georgia within a month. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. They'll have eight scholarship players healthy. Yeah, oh, four, hang in there, guys. Go Flashes. Wow, uh, I, I'm going to use Bull's same logic yeah. to argue the other way. Okay. okay. Because I agree. The ultimate goal should always be Super Bowl. I think, I think the ultimate goal should be um, Super Bowl, but – competitiveness too uh I do want to see a product on the field I want to see like I want to see I want to see wins I'd love to get to the playoffs but I agree the ultimate goal has to be the Super Bowl and I think you can't get to the Super Bowl if you don't get to the playoffs and I think Baker may and anything can happen once you get to the playoffs something can everything can click right but you can't get there you can't get to that Super Bowl if you don't make it to the playoffs and I have a hard time believing that this unproven I think we're forgetting how unproven Jacoby Brissett really is sometimes, and we're just taking for granted that he's – we haven't even seen him in a preseason game, and we're acting like it's a its a done deal that he's going to be a really competent quarterback when he gets out there, and I don't know – I just don't know if that's true yet. I also know that um, you're going to be making a quarterback switch on a team towards the end of the se- – two-thirds of the way through the season. No, I don't care how good he is, and we don't know, we won't know uh, until a game or two in because he hasn't played in two years – but relying on him to come in and just suddenly be back to form out of no time, I think that that is also lo- logically flawed, just assuming that that's going to happen. So, by using your same logic, ultimate goal being the Super Bowl, I think to get the Super Bowl, you have to make it to the playoffs, and I think your best chance is with a quarterback who some who's people been aren't there. crazy about, but who's been there, right. who has gotten this team to the playoffs before when he was healthy and had a healthy shoulder, and who now has a better roster than he did when he did that. And so that's why we go with Baker. All right. G. Bush. I, I like um I like the the numbers aspect. I, I'll go a little different. I'll go with the uh, the people skills, right? So say for instance you got Baker Mayfield, got Jacoby Brissett. Obviously, I would take Baker Mayfield in terms of what he can do on the field throwing the football. I think he's been there before. Um, and I think he and one thing that you can have with Baker is when you're really hot, Baker gets hot. You know, he ha- he's a guy that can really put some throws together. He can put games together. We've seen him do that. However, um, I would have reservations. Uh, the reservations go towards the locker room. Um, there's people in the locker room, and I've heard personally from some people that it was untenable. Um, you know, you, you never would have got Jadavia Clowney to come back if Baker was still on the team. Uh, there was people who didn't really per se like the way um, Baker led the team, his management skills in, in, in terms of what he was doing <laughs> in the locker room. And that's a big part of, are you going to be able to be successful? Can you go to the playoffs? Can you do that? On the field, I think it's a closer debate, right? On the field, if it was strictly, if I could just strip all of the other things that come along with Baker, I would be able to do that. However, I can't do that with Deshaun Watson either. I I can't just strip him of all the outside stuff. Outside stuff counts too. So when you look at it from a totality um, of what your team is, I think that you can tread water. I think for 11 games, Baker will probably be a bit better. But in terms of what it does for the locker room, in terms of can we finish it off and do what we ultimately want to do, I don't think it would be possible. And I think people just like Deshaun Watson better in the locker room. I think they like Jacoby Brissett better in the locker room. And I think, to be honest, Andrew Barry likes those two guys more than they like Baker Mayfield. Um, it's close on the field, but I, I would I – would, I would lean towards sticking with Brissett for 11 and uh, Deshaun Watson for the last few games. All right. And um, Jay would go with Baker. All right, moving on. <laughs> no, I'll tell you, uh, I thought a lot about this. I, this was not easy. Really? This was not it's easy. It's not easy. Me. I agree. It's no, a agree. very, very close call. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there were things that I talked myself into going the way it is. You know, I'm an optimist, Mike. Mm-hmm. I have I to know. believe in this because that's what I have. I know. So I'm trying to talk myself into this is it. Mm-hmm. This is this is the best way to go. And then I'm also hearing all of the cheers from 2020. Yep. Th- those happened. Yep. I know people want to think they didn't happen. Mm-hmm. They happened. Yep. And I know both point. It's one year. 
that's more than we got with Jacoby. One more quick point on that. Sure. You want to build a bond with your teammates, win some games. You well, some games, that's, that was exactly what I was going to address. How quickly they like That's Baker. exactly what I was When I remember after the 2020 season, and it was kind of when everybody was taking inventory. What did we just see? Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm so stunned that we're where we are today. Right. Just one season removed from that. It's stunning mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. And there are a lot of other people who aren't Browns fans, who are just longtime observers of the team, that say the same thing. Yeah. They say it's one of the quickest devolutions of a team they've ever seen. Think about it. It was one year, like one year ago today, people were raving and excited about Baker Mayfield. And the one year season. ago, right and, now. And I'll bet, and could, I'll bet we could didn't find. Didn't we just see it with the Eagles and the Rams? The window, right. by the way, was, was <laughs> on the way up. Uh-huh. I mean, it wasn't now. I think it's. I think it's at the top right now. Yeah, I do because you know they, they say the window is three to four years, depending. I think we're probably just now at the top. Mm-hmm. But after this season, it's definitely on the way down. They've got contract problems left and right all right. over the place. The, the one thing that pushes me into the devil you know versus the devil you don't, and this is we don't know what we're going to get, mm-hmm. is the fact that I remember too clearly. Baker's play in 2020. I can't forget that. It happened. It was real. It wasn't a dream. Mm-hmm. It happened. Last year felt like a nightmare. That happened too. I know a lot of people want to say, you can't use injury for excuse. Fact of the matter is, he was dinged. There's no question about it. Yep. Um, in hearing from other quarterbacks that had the exact same injury, non-throwing shoulder, they've said, doesn't matter if it's your throwing shoulder or not. For anybody that can throw a football 70 miles an mm-hmm. hour, and there are very few humans on the planet that can do that, the torque involved with your upper body and your non-throwing shoulder is incredible. It's painful. It might as One quarterback said it might as well be your throwing shoulder because you're not going to make throws that you usually make. Right. So I can't erase that from history. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I was, it was super close for me. It was super close for me. And the reason I ultimately – but I, I also want to say this. Neither one of these are the best options. That's why I'm so glad we started with this question. Mm-hmm. The Browns had the best option in their hands. The best option in their hands was to keep Baker Mayfield. You're under contract. You're going to play football. That's the way it works. You're going to play football for this team for 11 games. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's an audition. You want a contract for next year? you yeah. got a great group of players around you. This is a worst-case scenario for the Browns, and it's a worst-case scenario for Baker Mayfield. Because in his prove-it year... He's got unproven talent around him, mm-hmm. minus Christian McCaffrey. I actually think he's got good talent around him. He doesn't. You take the you would take the Panthers roster right now, minus quarterbacks, get them all, and and, and take the Browns players instead got, of the Carolina. They got, they got a decent offense. They got a much better. Listen, listen here's the question. What? Are you willing to write Jay, now? I'm, Wait, not, I'm gonna answer your question. Okay. I'm not. I haven't studied the Panthers roster right. as deeply as I study the Browns. Knowing roster, it, how you know, but it right here's now. what I know. I didn't. I didn't realize this because I wasn't paying attention to the Panthers last year. They finished number two in defense last year. Defense is very good. Okay. So is the Browns. Their wide receivers are good. Their number one wide receiver is as good as You're Amari changing Cooper. your narrative a little bit. Because before, you, you, what I, you had said before, the Panthers were trash. I was wrong. Okay. Now, here's what I don't know, and I think is trash about them. It's probably their offensive line. Yeah, that's the big question. That's a, and a, with Baker, that's a big and that's huge with Baker. With Baker, it's big. And McCaffrey, with another and McCaffrey will be there two more games. mobile and, and bigger. Two games, McCaffrey will play, and, and McCaffrey and that's the and big McCaffrey issue. is not reliable injury right. wise. Yes. So here's However, the question: Would you trade yeah. the Browns? Just trade. Right. The, we'll take the Panthers. You take our guys. Would you do that? I would not. Okay. However, so that's it's not point. as big a gap as I thought a few months it's ago. A bit, it's a big. It's the gap is big. You're right. I don't know what is it. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But there, it's a discernible gap. I don't think you're going to find anybody in football that will say, give me Carolina's team. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, but, when you look at the experts, there's what a they're lot of people that think Carolina is an up-and-coming team. Sure, they are. Roster. And they are an up-and-coming team. But, and you know but, what? I told, I said yesterday on the show that they're right now the number one team. The, the Vegas does a bet every year, worst to first. Mm-hmm. And that's all the teams that finished last last year. Which one of them has the best chance to finish first this year? They're running away with that. Right. Doesn't and mean they, they're going to do the it. Well, they have no chance of doing it. No. But well, I, why would anybody pick them to finish first? They're Tom Brady's in the division. A lot of folks are doing it. Well, no. All those teams yeah. that finish last, it, with the exception of the Ravens, I think. The Ravens have the best chance. I would bet the Definitely. Ravens, and I wouldn't even think twice about yeah, it. Yeah, right. Because I know what the Ravens are. But uh, you know how um, the media and some fans, and particularly betters, get caught up in storylines? This storyline yeah, is sure, one of the biggest we've sure. seen in a very long time. Yeah. But the Panthers and, and do have good story. receivers. They have some if talent. If McCaffrey's healthy, they have some talent, he's great. But which he will be the I'm first saying. game. Here's what I'm saying. Back to my original point. Yeah. The Browns had in their hands their best-case scenario. 
But, well, and that best case scenario was also Baker Mayfield's best case well, scenario. Well, well, here's the thing: you got to understand. Yes, Baker Mayfield has some sort of pool where, hey, br- hey, this is the best case scenario. He can come back and he can do his thing. We can do our thing. But here's the th- reality: there's people in that locker room. They're like, no, we we're not taking it. Yeah, I, and I'm Robbie Anderson also was like, no. And the second Baker Mayfield walked well, into the I mean, locker room, I mean, that's my boy mm-hmm, right there. I, I mean, but no, no, no. Robbie Anderson ain't, ain't Jadavian Clowney. Robbie Anderson ain't uh, some of these guys on defense. If the Browns were to have lost Jadavian Clowney, it's yeah. not like they lost Miles Garrett. Let's I, be let's be clear. I, I, I mean, I mean, you got you got to think about it. Oh, that's devastating. You lose Jadavian Clowney. He's one of your best yeah. run defenders. So now you have below level defensive tackles and no defensive. And end. by the way, it's convenient for a player to say after he's made his decision. I was only coming here because I'm not factoring that in. Players chase the money. I'm not factoring that in in my call on this. I'm factoring in the fact that there there are, and I'm not even going to go on on, on record and say what it is, but there's superstars who said, no, I don't want Baker Mayfield back here. That's a level. The bottom line. Well, publicly? The bottom line. No, they're not going to say that publicly. Why not? He's gone. The bottom Here's the thing. Well, here's the thing. Why would you come out and say that? No, he's gone. Nobody comes out and says that. Oh, it's happened many well, times. I, I mean, but uh, for professionals? Yeah, it's for, happened. Who? In That's the history tack. of pro sports, nobody has tacky. ever said, I'm glad he's gone. Well, n- not against a quarterback. No. It's happened. It has. It's well, happened. Why, I don't have my Rolodex and all, of all sound bites here in front of me, but I don't think it's Bush, that common. It, look, it, we're getting it, off track. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here, you have a Rolodex point. of sound bites? It, it exists. It's, on, it's right. on Google. I think the bottom line, guys, is. Baker Mayfield's an average quarterback. Jacoby Brissett is a below average quarterback. And Deshaun Watson is a great quarterback. Absolutely. In my All three are true. Okay? All three so are true. I ultimately would rather have a below average quarterback who knows his for limitations the season. for 11 games and a great quarterback for six. Yeah. Now, he might, to be fair, he might not be great when he first plays because he may be rusty. However, I'm willing to take a chance on you that. Know, rather than an average quarterback who has no. You, ESPN just revealed. They, it was voted on by guys and coaches around the league. The top 10 quarterbacks in all these different categories. Right. Arm I saw strength. That. I saw that. Baker wasn't in the top 10 on any of them. Doesn't need to not be. Not one. And I'm okay with that. Because he's not. I didn't see Jacoby yeah. Brissett in the top 10 either. But he's not either. Nobody's right. arguing that he is. No. But, but a lot of. Point no, is, no, no. But my point is that a lot of Browns fans think he should be on these. No, they don't. I, don't. I don't know. Absolutely. If they do, they're delusional. Absolutely. If they do, they're delusional. I think Baker Mayfield has proven what he is, and here's how. Great year. Oh, awful year. Great year. Awful year. Yeah. That's what he is. Average it out. He's in the middle. He's mm-hmm. an average quarterback. However, you said something that was interesting to me because when I was when I was going through the scenarios and I looked at the schedule, I was doing this. I'm like, mm-hmm. I tell you what, that schedule pretty brutal. It, it's not easy. No, it, it, I mean, no NFL schedule and is Baker easy. Baker has never beaten good teams. No NFL schedule. Baker has never. His record beaten. against good teams is extremely poor. Baker has never beaten good NFL teams. <laughs> that's just, that's provably false. But, you know what I'm saying, Jay. But, I'm exaggerating. Come on now. I know you are. Yeah. But I'm trying to keep he, it real, and here's what I'm saying. Here's what yeah, I'm saying. I am Wait. keeping it real. He has sucked against good teams. That's a fact. Cincinnati Overall. was pretty good last year, weren't That's they? Well, we can brutal. point to one or two games. Oh, he's beaten well, one or two good teams. He his beat, record against good teams is terrible. Okay, he beat That's a, a Pittsburgh fact. team in the playoffs. They must have been pretty good. Jay. You can get. I can give you twelve examples of when he's lost to good teams. And there's you know probably that. twelve examples. No, where there he's isn't. Beaten good teams. No, there isn't. You're gonna tell me his record against good teams, teams is terrible. I can't talk to you because you have forgotten the past. No, I'm stating a you, fact, you and you're ignoring it. All of the bad. His your re- fact. Your fact that you say you're stating his good. record against good teams is terrible. What is it? I don't know it off the top of my head. Oh, okay. I know I've looked it up a million I times. Someone online tell us what his record it's is. Ridiculous. So, you know. Here, here's he what we never have to comes get to. through when it matters in the Bull. clutch. Never. You use never. words like always and never, and that's dangerous because it, absolutely. it, it it's exaggeration. But it sinks your argument. Uh, no, it doesn't. Yes, it does because, because you it's know wrong. what I mean when I'm saying. Well, when you're making points that are wrong, it sinks uh, your argument. In Phantom no, Menace, they said only a Sith speaks in absolutes. You're absolutely right. Just something right. to think about, you guys. <laughs> Just so you guys no, you're right. Baker but, but Mayfield has a terrible record against point. winning teams. You actually made fact. my point in something you said earlier, and I'll go back to it. I was going through it, and I said, yeah, I, I think I did best case and worst case for each guy. And there was very little difference. There mm-hmm. was two games difference in Baker's best case. Mm-hmm. There was one game difference in the both of their worst case. Um, I had a friend tell me yesterday who whose opinion I trust. Tell me emphatically the Browns are going three and eight. That they're going to be three and eight when Deshaun Watson comes back on right. the field. You, you, first of all, it's uh, it's unknowable. 
It's mm-hmm. an opinion. It is. And that's all it is. Yeah. That's crazy. But no one can be this. right about that. I, I will say Unless this. they're a time that, lord. That's ludicrous. What he asked me was, that's crazy. is that a possibility? And I said, mm-hmm. sure, it's a possibility. It's also a possibility they'll go eight and three. Mm-hmm. This is the NFL. And then someone tweeted, and, Jay Crawford claims Browns will go three and eight. Yeah, that's why That's why I'm glad that I don't live in that world. Either. Right. But well, here's what I'll say. And, and Bull did make my point. Bill, Bull said, it's going to... It, it could be close. It, could Baker be worth a game or two? Yeah, he mm-hmm. could. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. When we do these scenarios out a game or two is the difference between Everything. whether or not we get to the playoffs. In this I, division? I, yep. I, I, right. Let me See, for, for me, I don't, I don't put it in, in, the, uh, in, a, in a realm of whether you heard or not. Baker's decision-making process on the field is what gets him. If you go back to 18... But if you're hurt, that plays into it. Yes, that does. That plays... Some, he didn't have the brain to tell him that he but, was hurt. But here's the thing. He wasn't Here's hurt. the thing. But injuries have nothing to do with you throwing in, in the double coverage. Injuries have nothing to do with you misreading defenses. There's times where Baker Mayfield gets in his mind that, yo, I'm going to gunsling, I'm going to do this, and he does not understand what the moment is. He was throwing interceptions. This, this is the thing you can't get over. Since he was in the league, He's been the number one guy in the league in interceptions. Second in interceptions. Second. First in turnovers. First in turnovers. Yeah. He sucks. You can't, He's unreliable when it comes to you cannot, turning the ball. You cannot do that. Like, there's, you just can't. Now, I can get, you could get away with it. I would put Baker out there. Think about it like this. If Baker had the restraints that said, you know what? I ain't got it right now. I'm injured. I ain't trying to make no seam throws. I'm not throwing that ball right there because mm-hmm. I really ain't got it. If he would protect the football, the answer would be Baker Mayfield. As a matter of fact, if he protected the football more, they might have not even went after Deshaun Watson. Now, you know what? Here's That's a great point. And, and, and another thing, like my, the main point I wanted to make here was the, the two choices that we're picking between mm-hmm. aren't the best option. Right. The best option the Browns had in their hands, and they, they bungled that up. Okay. Right. So I, the best option would have been Baker Mayfield for 11, Deshaun Watson for six. Who's not signing up for that right now? Yeah. Okay. So, but that ship sailed. I put, and you're exactly right, Baker Mayfield in his mind still thought, yeah, Brett Favre, mm-hmm. I can make this throw when he couldn't. Right. Here's yeah. what disappointed me most about last season. There were people in the organization that we're watching the same crap we were watching. And they didn't pull Week in and week out and week in and week out. Mm -hmm. And they kept throwing him out there. That's the crime. Why? I agree. It's not just about last year. If Shane Bieber is hurt and his ERA goes up to seven. Yeah. Who's that? Who's that on? How many of those? It's not on Shane Bieber. How many games? Get him the hell out of there. He's hurt. How many games did he play hurt last year, do you think? Well, I can tell you, 14. 14 games. How many day, games and did everybody else play hurt in the league? Everybody's well, hurt. Well, he needed yeah, surgery different. at week two. So, so did other guys. Listen, I know that you want to dismiss the injury, and you can't dismiss it completely, but you also – I don't dismiss it completely. You can't blame you're everything dis- on you're, it. No. You're blaming everything No, no, not. It. Yes, you have, I'm and blaming. so have the Baker guys. No, what I'm blaming yes. is the Browns front office and their head coach – for letting this nonsense continue. I agree. We you keep bringing a- up the one Bengals win. That's what you hang yes. your hat on. Yes. Okay? That's, that's, that, that he'd already been injured by then. He he'd had. already been injured. And he still So he wasn't great. injured for that game? He was. All of a sudden, he was miraculously fine? Listen, no. But what I'm saying is for his entire body of work, that's just like Shane Bieber, a pitcher yes. can be injured, can have a structural injury, either a, a torn rotator cuff or a labrum tear. He can go out and pitch. He's pitching in pain, no question. I know because I've done it. You can have great stuff, and you can trick them. You know how that works in baseball. And so, a lot of times, that fools the front office into thinking he's not hurt. But the the eye test tells you. You know when we've watched pitchers in the past, you're like, he's hurt. Right. I don't care what the front office says. This right. guy is hurt. But in the NFL, you guys play with injuries more than they do they with baseball. They do, but we're talking about an upper extremity injury to yeah. a thrower of the football. It, it's a... just like a lower body extremity okay. for a runner But of let's the look at the whole scope of four years. Again, 
Sure. Number one in turnovers. Number two in 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 uh, interceptions. He has a terrible completion Bull, for percentage. every bad stat you give me, I'll give you something positive. No, it really, I know we're not allowed to do this. Two years I know we're not allowed to do this. Two good ones, but it really would ones. be interesting to calculate. It would be interesting to calculate yeah. before you jump on it. Yeah. It would be interesting to calculate his statistics over his career without pre-injury compared even to th even through the first three years he was amongst the league leaders in turnovers okay he had a terrible completion even with percentage. the injury he had 17 touchdowns and 13 but i'm just saying that wasn't we're, like it if was we're looking we're looking than... we're trying to look at baker as two as two different quarterbacks really an injured one and a not injured one that's yeah. really what the argument is for us right now right and so i think you have to separate that quarterback and say this is what he this is what he played I, like I, when he was I, I, I think we're getting off no, track no, no, Mike, injury were we ever on track no we weren't no 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 i think I got, I got a question for you guys, and we're going to put a we ball on this. We need the golf joke yeah. book is what we I We're going to put a ball again. on this after this question. We're going to move on to our next topic while we wait for Aditi. But we talk about which would you rather have. Yeah. Last week when the Deshaun Watson news came down, we all agreed 9-8 and eight was our predicted record for the Browns with 11 w games. Wasn't there someone, set. though, that had um, – I was just talking about the first 11. Didn't somebody say 7-4? and four? I think Brad did, but overall we had that seemed to be the highest. Yeah, yeah but you're I'm right. saying, overall Brad. when we looked yeah. at the full seventeen games, we all kind of agreed nine and eight was their record. Yeah, and six and five after With, eleven. Yes. Kind By of, the way, the Baker Mayfield <laughs> seven and twenty-one <laughs> against teams under over five hundred. Oh, that's one seven and twenty-one. That's great. And one and Hold seven on, last me, year. Like I said, he sucks against good. Oh, teams. that's interesting. One and seven last year. It was yeah. a lot worse last year. Than it was for his first three. Yeah, that six and fourteen before the, that was very impressive. The injury might have had something to do with that. <laughs> guys. Let, let, six let and fourteen, Jay. Before that, that sucks too. It Let's does. Get You're to right, Mikey's question. Here well, we what's go. What's Give me Jacoby's. So if nine, and eight I'm not arguing that. Jacoby's good. And I'll tell you that Deshaun Watson had a four and twelve season. I'll and tell had you great stats. And I'll tell you, stats Deshaun Watson won the playoffs two out of three years. How many games did he win? In those two years, he won twenty. Deshaun Watson won playoffs. The amazement part. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh yeah, we can just talk about roller coasters. Yeah, get get the golf joke book. I'll bring it back Thursday. So if nine and eight was the record with Watson for six games, we're set for eleven. What do you guys think? Seventeen games with Baker with this team. What's the record this year? That's a that's a good question. That's a good question. Ten and seven. Let me see. Let me see. I got 10 and 7. I already did this. I did it last night. G. Bush will go around the horn that way. <laughs> is he, is he, he's, 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 he's healthy. He's completely healthy. He's healthy. How, how's I, his I, relationship? Are they happy see, right now? I, I would go, I would, yeah. <laughs> okay. What's his, what's, <laughs> what's, what's he eating? What's he had the off-field <laughs> scandals yet? I would, I go, I, I think, um, I think 10, 10 and 7 would be something, 10 and 7 probably. 10 and 7 right there. Mike? I'm going to say, 17 and <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'd say probably nine and eight, frankly. All right, bull eight, nine. Yeah, so you you're go. consistent then. That's worse. Yours is actually better with Baker yeah. than yeah. you had with the combo. The combo. Yeah. So I'm surprised that you went. Well, well you went. because because here's the thing. There is there's something to be said. Um, he can give you if you if you got continuity for for 17 games. There's a couple games in there. If he's playing, he can get hot. You know, like there's a couple of anomalies he has every year. Sure. Uh, the Bengals. Baker is, Mayfield is, is anomaly. He's yeah, an, he that's has exactly an anomaly. what he is. And, I, and so he plays. And then some games he plays above that. It's just like, oh wow, this is it. And then some games it's down there. So yeah. I, I think he's he's good plus or minus one or two. One yeah. more last point on this that I think we probably are downplaying because of the Baker fury. Um, that, uh, <laughs> but is I think the assumption that uh, he's just going to come back, Deshaun Watson is going to come back in in a game in Houston and just be well, lights it's out. All, it's all speculation. Of course it is. I but, mean, it's all speculation. But, I, that also, but that's what we're doing, right? That's yeah. this is speculation. You know so part of, of my speculation, is, though, the, the sure. part of my argument, guys, yeah. is that, and it's not going to answer really with definitive clarity this conversation, right? but that's why it's so perfect that we get to see him in week one. Mm -hmm. We get to see him. And listen, there is nobody in the world hoping they're wrong more than me. Yeah. And by the way, I'm still picking the Browns to win that game I, right I, now. I think the consensus that we have is, to me, I don't know. I don't think anybody's 100% sure the way Kevin Stefanski is going to utilize his quarterback. I don't know how he's going to use uh, Jacoby But Brissett. we know this. There's a constant Kevin Stefanski. Yes. Same that's, way you use Baker Mayfield. That's mm -hmm. the constant. He used Baker Mayfield when he shouldn't have used Baker that's Mayfield. That's the constant. And I, quite honestly, guys, I lost a lot of trust in this organization, yeah. in the front office, and in Kevin Stefanski when week after week after week, 
they kept rolling this dude out there. Absolutely. I'm just like, so, what am I I didn't so understand So, so right my now? thought process is. Particularly when Case Keenan played well. I, 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 can't, I can't judge. I don't know if he's going to do that same thing to, to, to Brissett. I don't know if he's going to utilize Watson correctly. To me. Utilize Kareem Hunt correctly. Well, here's yeah. the thing. He's going to be mark. utilized in, in all likelihood the same way they've been utilized last year. So that's there's not your test great. case. That's well, not they no, it's not, not that's great. Not good. They it's not good. You'd think mm-hmm. the coach but would listen, adjust. It cannot become an excuse right. if the Browns come unraveled. Mm-hmm. It cannot be Kevin Stefanski now when it wasn't Kevin Stefanski last year. Well, you can't just blame Kevin Stefanski for last year. I, I did. Yeah. I'm saying it was. Yeah. But it can't be Kevin Stefanski well, this year to you. It's not an all you. or nothing, Jay. It's not an all or nothing. I know, but if, if to you... All the blame for last year went on Baker. I didn't no, get I got all the blame. I think he get about thirty percent. Stefanski get thirty percent. I give. Yeah. I give I, I plenty it. of blame. I, I split it, and here's why. I, Baker's not, feet shouldn't have been on the field after week three. I'm they not. Just shouldn't have. I didn't. The, the problem is that every time I talk about Baker, people are like, "Well, last year." I'm not just talking about last year. You can't. You There's nothing exceptional about right. him as a quarterback. No. He's average over four years. Agreed. He turns the ball over too much. Agreed. And they had to get Mc, better. That's Mc how Nuggets, I agree. agree, agree I don't agree. think he's terrible. Nuggets, you know what you did when you put this at the top. You know you weren't going to get in like you want to. Yeah, but. he had on the rundown. <laughs> so it, 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 I, I didn't even get my breakfast shit. You think that's going to go until 1120? David Bell. Baker? We're going to break down David Bell. What's the internet? I would have had three beers before this if I knew that we were going to be getting into this stuff. It's like a Thanksgiving dinner out here. <laughs> we asked that same question to the internet, and we're going to get to the answers in a sec. But as no. always, when we ask the internet a question, it's brought to us me another water poll. by PCC Airfoils. Looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? PCC Airfoils is a leading Bro. manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Mentor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting $18 and up. Plus, get a full benefit package, paid time off, and a signing bonus. Apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. PCC! PCC! Nice. Hey, at least we got one today. Yesterday, he was like in such a foul mood yesterday. He's like, I got nothing. Yeah, I don't even know what happened I won't dance for you today. Why was you mad yesterday? I forget. (laughs) I don't know. You were angry. You were foul yesterday. Well, he doesn't hold on to things. (laughs) I can't was mad that... You guys didn't want to. You were willing to trade Cream Hunt. Oh, oh yeah, 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 that's yeah, what yeah, yeah, that's no, what it was. No, 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 don't really. bring it back. No, no, listen. Here you go. Here you go. His hand is up. Again, Stop. it's not about trading Cream Hunt. It's that there's no wide receiver that we would want that is going to be traded for. Like he's like, oh, I, think, I think he said. Think everybody he said, lives in La La Land and thinks some team's going to trade a really good receiver for him. Here's the thing. He's, he's like, that? I think he said something about your mom yesterday. And <laughs> grenade into the room. Jay obsessing over my. <laughs> my he never wins a good game parsing my words. Wait till tomorrow. Parsing? No, I used your words. I know, but parsing. you know what I meant. You know no, what I meant. I don't. Yes, I will you tell do. you, I'm, I'm with Mike. I do take turn, and I learned this through a long life of. Uh, no, I'm not going to go there. Look, see, look, I'm not going to go there. You see, probably know see, where I'm going to go. See, when you when when you spend a lot of your time with a woman, mm-hmm. you damn well better check your words. No. And I learned that. Yeah. No. I yes. speak in hyperbole sometimes. I know. Not sometimes. You tend that's to live my there. Thing. And that's okay. And I do understand that. And but I do. I, I will pounce on it when you say. Fine. Always and never. Those but are. Obviously, he's never not true. never beaten a good team. Right. But right. as we've shown, he yeah. has not played well against good teams and, overall. And I will definitely. Listen, I will give you that. The reason I went with him is because I got to go That's with fine. Jacoby for 11. I agree. And I don't know where we I are going to be when uh, we get to 12. I agree. It's a good I will debate. Tell you, I will tell it you is what, a good debate. I agree. It, it's, it's not an obvious debate. decision. If you love it's these guys debate. going back and forth, you might want to subscribe. <laughs> go ahead, Mike. Hit that notification give us bell so you don't miss any of the bull in Jay's argument, especially yes. come week one. We go right down to Carolina, and if you think this is crazy, oh, oh let him lose then. Wait until then. That's going to be the greatest show that Monday. Either way. Here's the thing. Somebody asked me yesterday, are you actually going to root? I'm like, no, I'm not going to root. I'm not going to root against my team. I don't know how to do You that. have to root for me to be crushing Baker on that Monday. You're absolutely you right. For You're, and listen, listen, I will come in with a bowl of crow and I will gladly eat it uncooked. Yes. Yes. I, feathers and all. As much hey. as we've argued, you want me to be and right I on this want one. you to be right so bad, boy. Can you imagine, though, if it's the other way Oh, no, my God. No, I can't. Oh, and listen, and here's the problem. I yeah. won't be able to sit here and say, I told you so. Right. I'll be so sick. Yes. Because, again, I wanted this guy to be the quarterback for the first whatever games until mm-hmm. we got Watson. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what I wanted. Yeah. Right. I was for it, and everybody killed me, and there were others that were for it. 
Dequell, chief among them. Brad has Tim been. Tim Couch. Ar- Brad's also, been arguing for that too. You're right. You're right. And there, and you know what? I do dismiss the fact, and you, I'm not going to dismiss the chemistry thing because it, it, uh, someone once said in sports, "What's the most valuable component to a winning team?" And then the next question is, "Well, what sport?" Right. And then the next, the right answer is all sports. Well, Tom Hamilton just talked it's, about it's, it yesterday it's, with the Guardians. It is. And we saw it in that yes. 95 mm-hmm. team. And with yes. this team, it's chemistry. You can't buy it. Mm-hmm. You can't create it. or nope. have, Young Cavs team. Look at our young Cavs team. That's what they're founded right. on and, right and, and this team had no chemistry last year. Zero. Now, I think there was mm-hmm. a myriad of reasons. The OBJ thing split the locker room. That's crazy. But that, that isn't going away. No. It still would have been in the room this year with Baker. And I, you try to factor that stuff in. You said something on our conference call earlier this morning where you said, um, can you take out of the equation um, – I just meant you, I should. I, I was personally leaving out the players don't like Baker yeah, stuff. I was really, leaving that. And, and it's that's hard to way, do that. Right. I was taking that out and of the equation. And because you take that out, yeah. because you take that out, that might have switched it the other way for me. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, when I started going through the games and looking at the defenses and Baker's strength and what I think is Jacoby's strength, I had somebody send me a Jacoby stat sheet yesterday that was terrifying. Mm-hmm. It, it scared the hell yeah. out of me. And I'm not even going to read How about this it. main one that he's 28 and 32 career? That was one of That's them, one. but the other one was the passing yards per attempt. Yeah. It's low. Gentlemen, it's it's not low. No, it might be the lowest I've ever seen. But nobody's arguing Jacoby's I'm, very good. Well, some of our fans are trying to argue well, that no, now. Listen, you've got to argue that he's tenable if you're going to get to the – I think he can hold – he can he won't turn it over, right. and he can hand it off well. Internet. <laughs> and if we're going to be a run-driven team, mm-hmm. no we got to get all responses here. We By the way, a few minutes ago. Internet. Ten seconds, Mikey. Ten seconds, I promise. No one – wait, Nine, before, before ten, you go, no eight. one responds to this ten I'm seconds. No one responds. Ten seconds. It is funny, though, that we are going to react crazy to the first game when really one game itself doesn't prove anything. No, it But doesn't. we will treat it as if it means everything. It's the Super Bowl. Go ahead, Mikey. Go ahead. All right, so we did ask the internet the same question. Would you rather have? Oh, Brissette? did you do it in a poll? We did a poll. Yep. Oh, good. Okay. I didn't see the poll. Okay, On good. YouTube. I'm excited oh, about that's the poll. Why I didn't see it. That's why I didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> and that'll make it official. Yes. We had close to 300 results. 76 okay. chose Watson and Brissett combination over Baker. That doesn't surprise me at all. 76%? 76%. Or, 76% okay, so okay. three out of four fans. And okay. that doesn't surprise me. For the same reason I want. How many to, women it's what we voted? Have. Right. It's what we have. Yes. Uh, yeah. We cannot tell the demographic of the voters. We Some of our fans Twitter. are starting to overhype percent. I will give you that. We did ask. We do this. This is a Browns thing. That's what we're we like. He, we he's we've just been he's just been waiting to get good until yes, he got right, to this exactly. organization. Half our fans I think love Josh it. Dobbs could be a we're starter such for idiots. half the teams. Go ahead. Listen, the Josh Dobbs crowd it's, needs, they're going needs nuts. to take a back seat. They're going nuts. Yep. Oh, my God. I'm hearing from people. Why isn't he going to be the starter? I know. Right. People are um, because he did it against guys that are selling insurance. Mikey, give us what do you got. We have three responses to the internet question. The last one I think is the most appropriate, but okay. we'll start with the first one here. This is from Matt Mackin. He said, probably 17 with a completely healthy Baker. If the Watson suspension was nine or less, it isn't even a question. Middle of the schedule is brutal no matter who. Well, the that's why it's a perfect is. question. Yeah, that's why. Because, because honestly, I did that too. I said, what if the suspension was eight or nine? Oh, then it's it was easy. easy. Right. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. easy for me. It's the 11 that Makes I could over. Makes it perfect. 11 made the, the debate perfect. It really did. Okay, Here's the second two. response. Another nice, relatively well thought out answer. This is from Dale. Dale says, We've seen where Baker can get us playing at his ceiling with a loaded roster and weapons. I'm ready to see something else for better or worse. That's and, and what, is it, what a ringing endorsement of Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> you're, you're turning the page. You're turning the page <laughs> from okay. We've we've seen what a playoff uh-huh. win looks like, but that's not enough. And you know what? I'm glad that the fan base is there. I'm not. At least that guy is. I'm not. I think you steadily build to a Super Bowl in this league. You yeah. take steps. Um, but I'm I was I'm surprised at the number of fans that were ready to turn the page from something that they hadn't tasted in 30 years. I really am. Yeah, I, they're I was surprised a fickle, by well, that. they're a fickle bunch. They really are. I know, but you know, you know how these fans are. Yeah. Uh, when you've been kicked for 30 years in the teeth, right? And then you beat your arch nemesis in the playoffs, and yep. the fact that the shine of that only lasted eight games into the next this season. This is a very old man thing to say. Because people being realistic about their ceiling with Baker. I think but that's do you, but, we, but did. we didn't used to be realistic is what he's saying. It's so good. what the changed? Are, and is it younger right. people who are less patient with this sort of thing? Do you think it's, do you think it's the younger fan base, the kids well, these days? I'm 57, and I, the reason I'm done with it is because I don't know how many seasons I'm going to watch. As but a I'm fan. saying, like, we Gen Xers, Boomers, we hang maybe. on. Maybe we, like, hang on to these things more, whereas – 
the younger generation is like, if it didn't work for me last year, get it the hell out of here. That's possible. That's possible. I think the Baker bros are generally 40 to 60 year old white dudes. <laughs> Pretty much, right? The best demo, am I right? Yeah, it is a solid demo. And we demo. have one more internet response that we got to get to before we do top okay, five real quick, then we'll get to it. First of all, we got to get, are there any black Baker bros? Good question. Yes. Oh my God, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Not many. Yeah. There's, there's I, I've met like, but they hang out guy. with Chad. There's, there's they hang some, out with Chad. Some. Can I can I make an, an observation? I think it's yeah. very dangerous to do what you're doing. Oh, but, let's have fun. Uh, let's have, yeah. Okay. Let's, let's not have fun with race. I'll, well, I'll general. We got to be able to talk I, about. I, here's the reason I say that. Yeah. Everything in society has become race. Yes. Well, race factors in. The one thing that I've always been proud of athletes and fans about, and I find this to be true. I've seen plenty of brothers stand on both feet and put their hands to their mouth and scream for the white guy that's bringing them victories. That, and I've, I've seen plenty of, of white guys that stand on their feet and cheer for black guys that are leading their of team course, victories. Of course, nobody's saying everything is right. racially involved, but didn't the Tim, Couch, ask, wait, didn't the Tim Couch and Achilles Smith debate have something to do with race? Of course it did. Well, yes, yeah, certain things absolutely do, but I never thought race fit into this. And I didn't. I think people were trying to pry it, it in there. Factors in. Am I wrong, G. Bush? Hold uh, on. They're, 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 and, and traditionally, I think it's easier to do it with the quarterback position because there there is a race component in traditional standards where black people weren't get, black quarterbacks weren't obviously. Well, we're over that, aren't we? Now, I mean, we're now, way beyond it's, that. It's getting, it's getting better. Now, here's the thing. If you look at some of the top quarterbacks, they, they happen to be African-American. Mahomes, uh, Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, we keep Deshaun Watson. We keep going on. There's a lot of great black quarterbacks in the league. Absolutely. I think Baker Mayfield is a um, it's just like saying is, is there any uh, black Trump fans, right? No, there are. There's it, his personality lends itself to people. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's charis- a certain brand of yeah, people. Yeah, he's yeah, charismatic. Charisma he's charismatic. There's there's guys I used to argue with all the time. DJ Hazmat. He was on my the first barbershop show. I love he's, DJ. He stood on top of the table like G. Bush. I cannot believe it. Pittsburgh, we we beat the Steelers. I'm doing my thing, and all of a sudden he gone. Like. <laughs> It just whoop, poof, gone. There, there are a lot of there are a lot of people. There are a lot of brothers who really do support him. It's just I, I think it's it's the brand in which he brands himself that lends it's women that support him. Black people, white you know people, what? old I, people, they I, love him. I, I know one one of my black friends. It's a diehard Baker. Here's what he said, and he liked him when he was at Oklahoma, which I did not. Mm-hmm. When he was at Oklahoma, he was a punk. Sure, to yeah, me, yeah. Because he took the Oklahoma flag and stuck it in the block O in mm-hmm. Columbus. I actually thought that was funny. <laughs> so did so did my buddy who said that's why I like him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, you bring swag to the party. Yeah, yeah. He's and unapologetic. That changes the equation. And the one thing that Baker Mayfield, rightly or wrongly, brings with him everywhere he goes, yep. is swag. Yeah. And there are. Yeah. It's a huge component to a locker room. There were a lot of blacks in the locker room who said, "That's my dude right there." Mm-hmm. He is. He ain't backing down from anybody. He, and that I think that speaks culturally to that. See, he's we a, just had a reasonable conversation about race. Nobody got hurt. Yeah, right. Okay, okay. Top five. We got top five. Aditi should be on any second. Great. As soon as she does, we'll get in here. But today's top five. We're going to talk receivers. We didn't get time to do it. We'll do it with Aditi. But the five best pass catchers in Browns. I can't believe you got to five. And as Anthony Earl and myself were going through this list yesterday, we by threw the way, out not names. history, Mike. You got to clear not that history. up. This is in. Your, relative your, my, the seven, pictures had to be 70s. Well, as Mike said, if you don't have a color picture, <laughs> I like that. It, yes. you're not included yeah. in the list. Yes. Right. So, I like that. It, you know, I love I'm that. sorry for the 40s <laughs> and 50s crews. Sorry, bro. But yeah. there were there are colored pictures of Paul Warfield. Yeah. And he he's on the list. Good. He's on the list. He should be. Yeah. So, he sh- absolutely should. Without be. further ado, the saddest list of the five best receivers in any team's history. Let's, <laughs> let's get it going it's with bad. number 5. Braylon Edwards. Oh, this was really God. a one-hit God, he's wonder on the here. Top five. Listen, it was a one-hit wonder, but in that one season, he was a second-team yeah. All-Pro no. and it's... led the, uh, came in second in the NFL with 16 well, touchdowns. Josh that one season was Matt Nuggets, if you guys, if you go search G. Bush and you go watch my video on Braylon Edwards' name, under, underrated. Braylon Edwards had one of the greatest statistical seasons yes. ever yeah. Yeah. as a receiver. Problem mm-hmm. was, it was just one season, it was but one not year. better than Josh Gordon. No, no, it, it was wasn't better than, than Josh, Josh Gordon. Gordon, and it also coincidentally yeah. was the same season Randy Moss caught 23 touchdowns for the Patriots. So right. kind of overshadowed. overshadowed. Oh, yeah. This guy had like 17. He had 16 yeah. touchdowns. And yeah. his That's beard crazy. game was always on point. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Always on he point. He had to have that laser done, right? perfect. He had the, like the, yep. the hair. Not a flaw. So we got Aditi, beard. so we're going to run through the rest pretty quickly. Four is going to be Josh Gordon, right? No. 
Josh Gordon's coming. Number four. Oh, he's on the list. Wow. He's I further down. Slaughter. So two of our guys played sure. one season. Was yep. Webster Slaughter was a good solid wide receiver. He yes. had to be on the list. Happy to see yeah. it. Yes. Right, nice we're going to keep moving. Yeah. yeah. Josh Gordon's one season was so good. Yeah. He came in number three. I mean, how sad is that? I know. That it's Josh Gordon, brutal. who spent more time in Cleveland suspended for marijuana, which is absurd. This is not. Then yeah. playing is the third best pass catcher. And in this is not just receivers, everyone. This Do you is think that he catchers. makes the Chiefs roster? Probably not. I don't know. He's not See, the same guy I, I, anymore. I think, I think he, you know, I, I would have said that originally, but then when you go look at who they have, like, Don't obviously, Kelsey's going to catch the majority of the balls Good. there. Got to see what he has. Being out, they got Juju. He was magic he was when he was. And I wanted to ask you guys this today. Off, aside from that, if Gordon doesn't make the Chiefs, yes. do you call him up? Yes. I call him up yes. in New God. York second. Yes. God. I do. I call right him. Right now. I call I, him. Well, I, if I'm a call we, we Mike, he's got to go. We got a DD coming up. We got medical marijuana in Ohio now. That's right. Keep it moving, Keep it moving. Keep question. Number two. Yeah. We mentioned him. Paul Warfield. Yeah, absolutely. Probably the best receiver yep. in Browns history. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And number one. So we all sad know. you got to go back one. so long to find yeah. Ozzie Newsome. Was so yeah. easy. It was, easy. It was a pretty easy number one, Ozzie Newsome. We wanted to do best receivers, but yeah, he when was you had tight pass end. catchers, I yeah. knew where he, you that he had the, to be That was the giveaway. So. Yeah. If we could have used like the 1940s guys named like Earl Two Hands Jones. And by the way, <laughs> like that. I'll say once again, I don't care about the championships in the 40s and 50s. I know people are obsessed with it. There was like eight teams in the league. It's uh -huh. not the same. People that want to argue it's the same as winning the Super Bowl, that's stupid. My it's dad not. played defensive end, it's I not. think, back then. For yeah, the and he also for... ran the hardware store eight months out of the year. Yep. The Browns yeah. were great at that right. time. It's not the same as winning the Super Bowl. He was 5'10", 160. Yeah, the biggest guy on the team. Do you just count like the 40s and 50s or the pre-Super Bowl era? No, well, because when the Browns won the championship before it was called the World uh, the Super Bowl, yeah, in 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 60 the 63 season 64, I guess. Or no, that to me has a guys. We got a DD. So let's uh, yeah, it's above the other. Let's bring okay. a DD in. Yeah. She was on the sidelines for Sorry, the Browns dude. Eagles preseason week two. Got she nailed it. And she now nailed she's joining it. us here live. First of all, a round of applause for Aditi, everybody. Please. Nice job. A round of applause. Aditi, you are absolutely killing it. You're my favorite sideline reporter I've ever seen. And I'm probably saying that because I know you. But I also know Aaron Andrews. I know a lot of them. You are killing it. You are going to change the role of the sideline reporter. I feel it coming. You're personable. You're smart. You ask great questions. And your question to Miles Garrett, I stood up when I was watching the game and was applauding you. That was great. Because I, I want him playing offense. That. I want him playing offense. I know. Offense. It was great. Yeah. I'm so glad you asked him because we've discussed that here yeah. on the program. The only thing that would have been better is if Joe Batonio would actually have picked you up instead of kneeling down. Let's like, see. if he would have picked you up. I don't know if you would have liked it, hey, but it would have hey, been funny. Hey, no, hey. no, no Browns players are hey, putting their hands anyway. True. Good point. You can't, Good pick, point. You can't yeah. pick no woman up. No. Yeah. Let's, all, <laughs> let's all stop praising you know her long enough for her to say really hi. It's really funny, actually, because people keep commenting on that, and now I'm starting to take it personally. Like, I can't have the job because I'm too short, you know? Like, no, come on saying, now. You brought, but you brought it up that he was willing to kneel for the, or whatever, squat down. For the interview. Only because, only because we were joking about how the previous week I looked, right. it was so jarring seeing right. me next to David Njoku. Yeah. And then David Njoku actually said to me, how tall are you? Right. And because of that, and because, you know, the Twitterverse started saying that I needed a milk crate or that I looked ridiculous or whatever. It Tonio very kindly said, would it be better yeah. if I kneeled the whole time? What a gentleman. And then, of course, someone, I can't, I can't remember off the top of my head who it is now, but some Someone tweeted a picture of me and Miles Garrett and said, "Honey, I shrunk the sideline reporter." To which I responded, "Who doesn't look small next to Miles Garrett?" Of course. I mean, yeah. seriously, uh, who does not look small next I to mean, Miles you're not Garrett? Very, you're not short for a woman. You're not short for a no, woman. No, I think she is. Not really. Maybe a, <laughs> a DD this. You know what? In theory, it is actually short. Five foot three. I think the average height in America, oh, an American woman is maybe five foot five. five. She's, she's, a, she's a giant compared to my wife. My wife is like 4'9". <laughs> is she really? 4'11". Sorry, My mom is 4'11". Yeah, my my, my sister's like 4'10". Aditi, if I made you like a, if I fashioned you like a backpack style footstool type thing that you could wear and then just like take off and put down and step up on, would you use that or would you find that, would I you think that that's people wouldn't respect Totally. That? You wouldn't use I it? would okay, good. 100% use it. I should send you a picture of me standing on a chair next to Cam Hayward. And I'm still, of course, the defensive end for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm still shorter than him standing actually, on a chair. But I think hey. this is good. This is this will strike fear in the heart of, of, of like our opponents if they can see how giant I mean, all of our players are. You're making everyone on our team look huge. This is great. 
Yeah, don't you think this is tremendous perspective? If you're sitting at home watching on your couch, you're getting a sense of how large these men are and the force of the collisions when they're yes. hitting each other. That's a, that's Although, a great of course, point. as you heard Miles Garrett tell me, he wants to be catching the ball a little bit and asked me yes. to lobby Kevin Stefanski for him to run some routes. Please tell me you have. Uh, not yet, but I will yeah. be sure to do that this week. Although I'll tell you, this Browns wide receiver room does have some potential. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you think? Is David Bell really 6'2"? Oh, that's no. what he's listening. No, that's what, he, that's what we pretend. Yeah, I don't know. I talked to him after the game. He uh-huh. was my interview post-game. I don't know that he's really 6'2". We pretended Baker was 6'1 six, six for a couple of years there. And he was not. Baker was most definitely not six foot one, but that's okay. I I mean, mean, I think some of it has to do with how high you wear your hair. I know you won't tell us the (laughs) truth. I know you won't tell us the truth, but who was the toughest sideline interview for you? And I'll answer it for you. It was Amari Cooper. (laughs) (laughs) That guy was a brick wall. I tried. Come on. I know you did. You did great. You made a little bit of an effort, didn't you? No, you did great. I was just like, I was like, come on, buddy. When he said, (laughs) give her something. When Cooper said, Brissette sees the the field from a quarterback, from a wide receiver's perspective. And then you had a great follow-up, asked him to kind of explain what that means, which was a great follow-up because I was like, I don't really know what that means. Right. And he couldn't really explain no. it. I like that he had no pizzazz, though. I, I want him to be boring and, like, good and solid and not doing, you know. Yeah. You know what's funny, though? He is a little bit sneaky funny. Kind of like Nick Chubb, right? Like Nick Chubb very publicly just always seems extremely level. We Mm -hmm. make such a big deal if we see him laughing on the sideline like, oh, my God, Nick Chubb just laughed. But if you're actually in the running back room, I am told, Mm -hmm. he does cut it up. He is quite funny. Kareem Hunt insists that it's Nick Chubb that's got the rye comment first. And then it's funny because David Bell said that Amari Cooper is also – has huh. a sneaky well, sense of humor to him. They so hide their personalities I, you know, like extremely the first well. The day that I interviewed Amari Cooper, he sat down on the set on Browns Live, and we did actually get him laughing a little bit. So, right. I mean, some of them are harder than the others. What sure. can I do? You did great. Jacoby you... Brissett, what, did you hear that one? Where Jacoby Brissett and I great. were talking about Nick Sirianni's kids, and I said, yes. well, will you babysit mine? And he said he's too expensive for me. <laughs> I saw it. He said he charges a lot. He said, it sure, is... I'll watch your kids, but I charge a lot. Aditi, <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you this. I'm going to ask you this football question. Would you trade Kareem oh. Hunt? Um, it depends on what I could get. Oh, well, here's the thing. I know that Adam thinks this is ridiculous, but let me tell you. Uh, yeah. I'm not saying that the rest of the running backs put together are equivalent to Kareem Hunt, but Kareem Hunt is under contract for just one more year. Yeah. He very obviously wants a significant payday. The Browns don't think that he, are not saying that he's not worth that payday, but how much money are the Browns going to commit to the yeah. running back room? Mm-hmm. And they've already committed a significant amount of money to Nick Chubb. So now you've got Dearness Johnson, who is, forget the arguably, he is the best number three running back in the NFL. Then you've got the rookie Jerome Ford, who at the start of camp, I told you all, was a great pass catcher, that they really liked him in that way. But then you saw him breaking ankles. He's got a sneaky quickness to him. He's very reliable. He is very hungry. He's a great student. And then you've got Kelly, What's going to happen to Kelly? I actually just said on Pittsburgh radio that if you can make a trade, I mean, it probably won't happen, but if the Browns have to cut Kelly, then the Steelers should snatch him up because well, that will. young man yeah. is really impressive. Somebody's going to get So one if day. you can generate some sort of significant value out of Kareem Hunt, knowing that you only have him for a year, knowing that you're unlikely to be able to pay him as much as he wants a year from now. What would then- it take for you, Aditi? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I don't know. You know, like earlier I thought draft picks are always good, but the Browns already have. No. What do they have, Jay? They have eight draft picks next year, right? Yeah, we don't no, need draft picks. We no, need, but here's the thing. Contributor. Here's the thing, Aditi. Here's the problem. I, of course, I'm always, if I'm a GM, I listen to every team. I get it. 
But I'm right. o- the only way I would trade Kareem Hunt, I understand he's a free agent, but this year I need him. Because the only thing special about the Browns' offense for the first 11 games is their running game. If you trade Kareem Hunt, your running game is no longer standout special. It's still really good, but it's not standout special mm-hmm. because you became the That's only... That's where I disagree. Yeah, I do, too. See, well, I disagree. Those other I do are think not it's special. outstanding. No, What's I that? do think it's outstanding with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Yeah. But I also think that Nick Chubb, Dearness Johnson, Jerome Ford could be special, too. And I think we've seen that when Dearness Johnson has had to step up and Jerome Ford had that outstanding first outing and he followed it up with another good second outing. I know, but Jerome Ford is is a rookie. We don't know what he is. Kareem Hunt is one of the five best running backs. You don't know what Dearness Johnson was until he got a chance. Dearness Johnson was a guy one of the five best running. But he's not one of the five best running backs in the league either. Like, he's a nice player. Well, sure. I'm not saying give him away. Adam, I agree with you on this one. I'm not saying, oh, just toss him on the junk pile or give him away in some way. I'm just saying you need to at least listen and of see course. what's out there. Of course, and a team that's desperate for something, you never know. Who's a good team? You desperate never for, know. But who's a good team desperate for a running back? There is none. I, there I mean, no. not for a starting running back. I don't know. But so then Didi, again, Aditi, I'll, 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 let me help there's you with no, that. There's no, there's no, I'm only trading Kareem Hunt for a top. I need to hear a conceivable trade. I need to hear a conceivable trade. Here's where this, this, this kind of goes off the rails. Yeah. You're saying that he's a top five running back. You, yes. You just said top five. Yeah. That means he's better than 27 teams. Best running back. Yes. Okay. Who needs a running back or yeah. who needs to upgrade at running back. Okay, Jay, is Patrick Mahomes better than Joe Burrow? Come on, what does that have to do with this discussion? You're not if you have a Don't good running back, run. you're not trading a top wide receiver just to get better at the running back position. Teams Here's, don't do that. Aditi, you know from covering these things for as long as you have. Yeah. Oftentimes the trade that happens is the one that surprises everybody. The t- the, so then why can't anyone name a team that needs a running back that would trade a good wide receiver? Nobody's been able By to do your it in two own days. definition, yeah. 28 teams can upgrade at running back if they get Kareem Hunt. So give me the team that would do it. There's 28 of them. No. You they just all... said he's a top five running back. Jay, if you have the number nine running back, you're not trading a good wide receiver for the number somebody, five running back. Somebody has the number 27 running back. Okay, and that team is either a bad team or doesn't have wide receivers. You can't give me here's, a team. Aditi, hold on. Aditi, give me a team. Aditi, earlier they were arguing about race, so it could be worse. Uh, <laughs> I, believe me, you missed that part. And I, it wasn't even about me. I, really, it, yeah, we, we involved him at the end. I'm saying the basic like, bros are pretty much all white, 95%. Okay. The argument, Aditi, was that's true. everything's not race. Yeah, and that's Baker true. Bros don't all have to be we're, white. They we're not going back to it. We are not going back to it. Aditi, <laughs> I, here's what Thank we need Polk. to hear that I think, here's what I really think we need to hear to like, to actually like settle this. Yeah. Someone come up with a conceivable, believable trade option yeah. from a team. I, and even if it's totally made up, someone come up with an example right. of something that Nobody makes can. sense. That's that what I'm waiting for. Can someone come up with one? I give you two the wide, of the proof I'll give you, you two wide receivers that I give you a 1% okay. chance of the team trading for okay, the ahead. team trading for Kareem Hunt. Hunter Renfro from the Raiders or Terry McLaurin from Washington. Terry I Ma- doubt either team no, will do Terry that. Terry McLaurin neither, neither is a top. They just exactly. resigned Terry McLaurin. They just gave him a contract. Aditi, res- yes. yeah, please. That's my point. There's no good wide receiver getting traded for Kareem Hunt because most teams value wide receivers a lot more than running backs. And here's another thing. I don't think that there's desperation right now in Berea over what's going on in the wide receiver room. And Agreed. you mentioned David Agreed. Bell. You threw that up right there. I like this him. is a young man that's Thanks. unbelievably heady who's really smart. We've watched him after practice. I mean, since the spring, he's been pulling Josh Dobbs aside and saying, okay, explain this to me. What are you as the quarterback thinking? What do I need to do as a wide receiver? How do I run this route that makes life easier? Then he's pulling Denzel Ward aside after practice. Tell me some of the things that make your life difficult. What do I need to add to my game to make things more difficult for the DBs that I'm facing. Mm. This is a really, really focused, intelligent young man. I'll give you another one. Callie Brownson, the Browns assistant wide receiver coach, told me she's never seen anybody take mental reps better than David Bell. Wow. Love and so, to hear that. Obviously, we hear that all the time. <laughs> oh, a guy's hurt, but he's still taking mental reps. When Callie tells me that, 
I believe her. I buy it. That this is a guy that is actively, even though he couldn't physically do things for a few weeks, was still going through the paces in every which way he can. And then you've got nobody less than Greg Newsom saying that this guy's got the best hands he's ever he's ever seen. And that's another one. You know, he dropped, not dropped, uh, that's his phrase, in that Eagles game, you saw a DB poke a ball out. So after the game, I talked to him and he's like, ah, you know, but I dropped that one and that one really kills me. And I said, David, you know, the DB did have something to do with that. He poked it out. And he said, there's no poking it out. Yeah, he said, that I doesn't count. That. That's a drop. That's on me. And a that. guy that is that much of a perfectionist, you want. And then, yep. of course, Donovan Peoples-Jones is building on what he on what he did a year ago. Harley is a guy who's only the number one wide receiver caught more balls than anybody else in the history of the University of Miami who's been showing up. Again, I think there are some good young That's wide right. receivers in that room. You don't know up. what you have until they start playing games. And hey, so Didi, far, there's no reason to doubt who they are. You said that Newsom uh, said that Bell has some of the best hands he's ever seen. Did, had, had you talked to them? Did they play each other in college when when Newsom was at Northwestern and Purdue? They did. And And David Bell, David Bell had said that Greg Newsom was the toughest DB he faced in college. So then I went back to Greg Newsom and I asked him, "Well, what about David Bell stands out?" And he said, "Well, he just catches everything." He said he catches absolutely everything. And then you know what's really funny is that they faced each other in college once, and I think that Bell ended up with maybe seventy-eight yards. And um, he thought it was an awful game, and Newsom thought it was an awful game. Like, the two of them just went at it, and neither was pleased with what they did. That's funny. That's the kind of guy you want. Yeah. Kind of like the Watson yeah. suspension. Everybody's unhappy. Yeah, the guy, yeah. Who's, guy who's never happy with himself, I'll hates himself you, if he screws wait, up. Mike, That's, that is what we need. Push. Let me throw one other really cute thing Please. about Bell and Newsom out. So, Bell was praising Newsom, and he said, you know, he's a really, really intelligent player. He's very smart. You know, he went to Northwestern. And so I said to him, oh, Northwestern, is that better than Purdue? And Bell said, no, I'm not saying that. (laughs) I think he said he would definitely take a Purdue degree over a Northwestern one. Especially if it's an engineer. So it's too, when you've got these players that actually feel so strongly about their intellect and about the quality of their education. I think it speaks to who's in that, who's in that building. Didi, uh, are we going to see Jacoby Brissett all during the preseason, or is he is he's in bubble wrap right now? No, my expectation is we will see him against the Bears. I don't know how much. You know, we'll find out how much Kevin Stefanski is willing to put those ones out there. But I think you are going to see the ones all together. You heard Miles Garrett tell me that he wants to play. He thinks he should. I think that it's important to get that operation down, right? Jacoby Brissett, who's only worked with the ones, had taken the primary snaps with the ones for one week, starting this past week. And again, the simple operation of calling in the plays on the headset, managing the huddle, facing a live rush, all of that is valuable to get in, even if it's just for the process of doing it before it's actually game time down in Carolina. You think even Nick Chubb plays a couple of plays or not him? Probably. I don't know, maybe. Maybe I don't I don't know that it's rolled out. I mean, maybe maybe he gets in there and doesn't even get a handoff. Who knows? I don't really actually. I mean, we'll find out later this week when we talk to Kevin Stefanski for our production meetings. But uh, I do expect that we'll see most, if not all of the line that we'll see Brissett, that we'll see Cooper. I mean, maybe it's just one series. I know you talked to Alex Van Pelt. Was it at halftime? I think you talked to him going into halftime. And, you know, you asked him about Rosen coming in and then Rosen plays the second half. There's no point in keeping Rosen, right? They're going to makes with all the depth at running back and the, and the secondary where they may need some extra roster spots. I'm assuming they're going to keep two quarterbacks and let Rosen go. Do you, is that a fair assumption or no? I don't know if he, I mean, I think that ideally he ends up on the practice squad. Right, yeah, because fine. you do need a third yeah. quarterback. You need sure. a, you need a practice squad quarterback, and you know this yeah. is a young guy who's got a lot of natural talent, and it, it doesn't. You know, you think about a guy who could be on a practice squad or a guy who could be your third quarterback. I'll flip the whole switch on you. You tell me who else is out there. Who I else mean, do you find appealing? I thought he had talent out of college. One of the dumbest things I've ever said is that he would be the best quarterback <laughs> in that draft. One of the dumbest all-time statements I've ever made. 
and I let my the fact that he was Jewish and I wanted a Jewish quarterback to succeed because there's no Jewish quarterbacks. I think that allowed me to bi- uh, bias me for him, but I'll, I'll own it. It was embarrassing. Beating yourself up like David <laughs> Bell over here. Well, I call it like I see it. When no, I, I screw up, I'll I admit know. it. I mean, I was awful. <laughs> Uh, okay. On that prediction, but I, I, at this point, I think Josh Rosen stinks. I don't think he's any better than any of the other schlubs out there. And I would just, if, if I lost him, I'm not keeping him on the roster just so I don't lose him. Is the point? If he ends up on the practice squad, that's fine. But if somebody else claims him, I'm not wasting a roster spot on him. Hey, I mean, I, I think that's fair. I want you. I, I, I want to see you guy Josh Dobbs play. The fans love him. They love him. Your guy. Well, he's a good number two. You know, the, yeah. the trouble is, is that Josh hasn't been, Josh Dobbs hasn't yeah. had the best practices. He hasn't looked uh, amazing at practice. But uh, twice now, he's come out under the lights. He's commanded the huddle. He's had some fun plays. I mean, come on, guys. How, how fun was that one where his undershirt yeah. gets ripped off, gets yanked, not ripped off, but mm-hmm. a piece of it is hanging. And then he just yanks off the rest of it before he runs in yep. for the touchdown. Did you tell him you ended up with that piece? Did you let him know? No, you know, I didn't. And then I forgot I should have kept it and, like, had him autograph it or something. But I completely it'll I didn't always, know where it It'll is always now. be known as the Dobbs shirt game. Yeah, you're right. That's how it'll go <laughs> down in history. It was bothering me that it was on the field. I'm like, you can't just leave that piece oh, of Oh, you got to get that. No. Come on now. You know uh-huh. what? For a brief moment, it reminded me of Greg Pruitt and the, and the tearaway jerseys. Yep. Do you remember those? Yeah, I do. Yeah. The, that Smart. was fantastic. Yeah. They were Smart. made of, like, paper, tissue paper, and guys would grab a hold of them and just slip right out of their hands and then the league Disintegrate. made them illegal. Hey, uh, Aditi, we got to run. Thank you so much for coming okay. on with us. We'll be watching in the final preseason games. You know what? When the regular season starts, it's going to be Aditi withdrawal. I want Aditi on the sidelines of every Browns NFL game. Actually, yeah, wait, we might see that, right? Go, can I tell you, I do have my first two assignments for CBS. And they are? <laughs> I will be a sideline reporter. Great. Week one, Panthers at Browns. Yeah! Week two, we I mean, sorry, Browns at Panthers week one. Right. And week two, Jets at Browns. Oh, <laughs> nice. That's awesome. You're stuck with us, whether you like it or not. That's great. <laughs> Aditi, we're looking forward to it. Have a I great look forward week. to you asking Baker White through three picks in the first half. That'll be fun. <laughs> All right, You act like you don't know who Baker is. I ain't doing that. <laughs> Baker will not do that interview. We know that. I don't owe you nothing. Uh, <laughs> I think Bull has to introduce the next guest. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.